What up to my community? You are in tune with the Ambiance Podcast. Happy New Year's and welcome back. Wishing you all growth and prosperity this year. And hoping that by listening to these episodes, we can help add to that growth in some way. But we're starting off the New Year strong with my dog, Marco McKennis. And man, let me tell you, this one right here was special. We recorded this at the very top of 2022, so we were able to cover a lot of points of reflection for Marco, and he had a lot to share in regards to some realizations that he's been coming to recently, as well as his state of mind, music, and love. I had to listen back to this a few times already, and trust me when I tell you, you will be wanting to do the same by the time it's over. This whole episode is filled with enlightenment, so let's go ahead and get right into it. This is episode 77 of Ambiance Podcast with Marco McKinnis. What up, everybody? Welcome back to Ambiance Podcast. I have a very special guest sitting to the right of me. He's one of my personal favorite artists and vocalists. We're ending the year of 2022 strong with the last episode with Mr. Marco McKennis. How you doing, brother? I'm doing amazing, bro. I'm feeling really good. You feeling feeling really really good? good. Yeah, Yeah, today's a great day. You were telling me um, a little bit earlier that, you know, you got a lot to speak on. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. It's a lot, man. Yeah, you do, bro. (laughs) Yeah, so let's go ahead and get into it, man. Like... Like I mentioned earlier, you know, we're, we're heading to the end of 2022, yeah. entering a new year, a new chapter. So how was 2022 for you? Uh, how would you compare it, I guess, to other years? What was 2022 like for Marco McKinnis? Man, 2022 for me was very eye-opening, very um, self-reflective. Um, 2022 was a huge transition year for me personally mentally, spiritually, um, creatively, um, artistically, like in every area, um, even being a father, you know, Mm. um, that is being a father has really, it's brought me up to a standard where I'm like, yeah, this is where I belong, you know? Really? Yeah, bro. It's amazing. It's really amazing. Um, but 2022 has definitely shown me what I want, like what I really, really want out of life. And what I don't want out of life. Ooh, okay. Not yeah. just what you want, what you don't want to. Yeah, bro. I had said something. I had put a tweet out like a couple of days ago and it said, um, sometimes you got to experience who you're not to really appreciate who you truly are. Sometimes you have to experience, experience who you're not. Who you're not. To really appreciate who you truly are. To really appreciate who you truly are. Yeah, I like that. Because sometimes you, I'm all about experience. So it's like, for me, it was certain things that I thought I wanted to experience. I did want to experience it, but then when I experienced it, I'm like, okay, that's not really what I wanted. That's yeah. not that's not really what what I want my lifestyle to be like. So I appreciate where I was, and I'm gonna find my way back to that. You know, so sometimes in life we have to go through those things to really be like, okay, I got that out the way. I'm good, but I'm gonna go. You know, where I feel the most authentic and where I feel the most free and liberated so and that's where your mind is at right now right yes like you're just going to gravitate towards whatever is pulling you yes that direction right yes bro period like I'm really I got the blinders on right now okay I got the blinders on in a sense of like things that things that could distract me because I feel like 
I've lived a distracted life before. We've all lived it, you know, but for me in my timeline, in my journey, like I've experienced what being distracted is like. And honestly, like, I, that's not where I want to live anymore. Like I want to, I have these dreams and I have these desires and I have things that I want to accomplish in life, but I ha I'm now understanding that to get to that point, I have to live a life that's more disciplined mm. and more intentional. Yes, sir. Um, not saying that I haven't been intentional before or had a level of discipline, but now I understand for the things that I want, I have to really be like, all right, bro, like this, 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 eh, you know what I mean? But this, this, this right here, yeah, right. let's do this. Let's implement this more. Um, and that's been a thing for me now is self-development and health and, and mental health and spirituality and just like um just really finding myself in those places and and, and strengthening like those areas so yeah right yeah and i was gonna say this too you strike me as somebody who is very self-conscious of themselves somebody who's very like spiritually conscious and self-aware <laughs> that wine good that wine hitting good yeah, i gotta good. have some right now too but with that said, have you always kind of been like this or is it just the past experiences that you're kind of explaining right now that led you to becoming this person? Ooh, I've always been, always been self-aware, always been spiritually inclined. Um, my mom, she, she brought us up, like I was raised Christian. Okay. Um, so that's my foundation, but um, I'm, I'm spiritual now. I'm not religious. Got you. Um, still have respect for the for the religion, you know, but mm -hmm. for where I am, you know, I understand a lot of different things now. But um, always been spiritual, bro. Always been connected. Always been self-aware, emotionally um, aware of how I feel. Um, of course, I have, you know, we're not perfect or anything, but like mm -hmm. I've, I've just been tapped in for a minute you know what I mean and I'm just now really starting to accept that it's like <clears throat> I can't hide it anymore yeah not saying that I was hiding it but like I wasn't expressing it as much as my like you weren't embracing it yeah I wasn't I embracing you. it as much as like I would really like to I well I have before because I went through a really like I went through a religious stage wow um publicly but not too publicly but publicly enough to where i was like okay bro you you did it but that's not like the exact lane that's for you you know so i'm glad that i was able to embrace where i was in that moment but i learned a lot of again what i want and what i don't want gosh you, you know but um yeah bro i've always been um tapped in yeah, bro. Do you think do you think embracing it as you kind of explained or just coming to the realization that you want to embrace this type of new mindset, would you say that that's changed things for you that you've realized or would you say it's kind of just something that you're still working on, if that makes sense? It's definitely I'd say not changed me, just enhanced me. Mm. Um I feel that even before I went through that religious phase that I was going through, um, I was where I am right now. Like, it's so funny. Like, our journeys of life, sometimes we got to go around and then find ourselves right, right yeah. back home, you exactly. know? Um, but it's really just enhanced who I really am, you know? Um, it hasn't changed me. Um, if anything, it's really shown me who and what um, it is that I'm here to do, 
you know, okay. and doing that from a more um, loving place and okay. a more secure place and a more um, intentional place. So, yeah. What, what's, what's crazy to think about to me is like you touched on this earlier was mm. you've been re- you've been coming to the re- realization that you need to kind of rid yourself of distractions in your mm-hmm. life to get to the place where you want to be and to reach the goals that you want to reach. Yeah. But what's crazy is that you've amassed the amount of success that you had in your career with having these distractions in your life. So imagine what you can obtain yeah. by removing them. Like sky's right. the limit. Right. Right. Yeah. I, that's crazy. You say that because that's something that I've been having to really realize where it is that I actually am in terms of like, I was having a conversation with someone um, and they was telling me like, listen, bro, like, like you have everything you need, bro. Like, it's not like, it's not like you're trying to get things off the ground. Like you are in a great place career wise. You just got to do, you know, what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And I think for me or for creatives or artists in general, I feel like sometimes we don't really truly understand our impact for real and really really know exactly where we stand in the sense of how people view us or where we are in our careers and things like that so for me i've been having to like be like bro like look where you are right now and Mm. this is off of you i don't want to say not being intentional but this is off of you kind of just doing things kind of on a whim yeah. But imagine if you were just to say, bro, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it and do it. Like, imagine what it would be like for me. So, like, yeah. I've been um, thinking about that a lot lately. Um, but I have had times where in my career where I was in a place where I was like, this is how I'm going to do it. Like this, that, this, and that. This is what I want. Blah, blah, blah. I was very specific. But then this industry can traumatize you really yeah bro i got traumatized i got disappointed i got hurt in different ways and it kind of just took me to a place where i was just like i didn't know how to how to maneuver how to even be myself in the sense of um because sometimes when an artist is so specific um other people can see that as like oh he's stubborn or oh he's like this you know yeah man but at the same time it's like that artist has to know what that artist wants to do and what that artist doesn't want to do and i've always been like that i've always been the type of person of knowing what i want to do and what i don't want to do and now i'm really accepting the fact that sometimes people may not like that you know in life sometimes people don't like people that know what they want to do and how they want to do it they get intimidated by it because they think that oh you because they don't know what they don't know that for themselves exactly you know so i've just accepted that i do know what i want to do i know how i want to do it i know who i am and that's it is what it is you know and of course i'm open i'm open to guidance i'm open to um advice i'm open to learning i'm open to all of those things i think before i may have been a little bit more closed off to it because i couldn't trust people is would you um, say you couldn't trust people because you were jaded by like the yes, industry stuff that you went most through? Definitely, really? Most definitely. And that's something I'm still healing through right now, um, being able to trust. Um, but it was definitely I was definitely in a place of not being able to trust people, like, oh, like what's your intentions? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so but 
you know, I'm, I'm like, yo, bro, we got to move. We got to mm -hmm. go. You know, I've learned a lot within these past. It's been three years since I dropped music. Um, so it's like, all right, bro, like you got enough. You've, you've learned enough to be able to to handle, you know, this next season. Yeah. So I'm excited, bro. I could imagine. So you're probably sitting on a lot of experiences that you're kind of just waiting to express right through your yeah. music. I could imagine the amount of things you've been through in this last three years that you're kind of just ready to yes, put on paper, bro. right? Yes, bro. It's, it's real, man. And it's, I've, I've learned also a lot about my creative process and what's mm. best for me in terms of how to be m the most effective when making music. Um, and I've learned that collaboration is a big one. Um, okay. I've always heard people say that, oh, collaborate, collaborate, collaborate. But I didn't fully understand, especially because I think even before, even before being jaded by the industry, I also didn't trust people much because I'm like, what's your intentions with me? You know what I mean? So it was like, when people would try to suggest me to do things a certain way, I'd be like, eh, that's not really. Like, do you, are your intentions my, yes, like good for me, right? exactly. Yeah. Like, I get what you're saying, but is that really for me, you know? So, but now I'm in a safer space of understanding that, you know, it's okay to take ideas and take suggestions from people as long as those suggestions are rooted in, like, genuine love and care and like mm. wanting to see me actually do something good you know what i yeah. mean yeah so it's been definitely a correction of different things in my mind that have been going on within these past couple of years and um i'm excited to create from those places and create from new places as well and allow myself to dive deeper into being an artist and not just music but um i'm into like clothing and design and interior oh, yeah. and fine art and a lot of different things honestly and before you know it's a saying where people say like um i don't know exactly what the saying is but it's along the lines of like focus on one thing and like let everything else come and i get that i get that completely but i think one part is that's left out is like they say focus on one thing, but it's kind of like they're saying, like, forget everything else. But you should still, like, pour into those things. And so for me, when I would hear that, it's like, okay, music, all right, I'm going to just focus on music. But then I started realizing my interest for interior and architecture and all these different things started to kind of dissolve little by little. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, bro, but I love those things. Mm -hmm. So now I'm like, okay, now it's about learning how to fit those pieces into the puzzle and where they fit you know and incorporating that into my music and incorporating that into my um like my aesthetic and different things like that so it's finding its place um i think i had the puzzle pieces before but didn't know how to place them but now it's like coming together and i'm learning like okay put that there put that here put that there okay and i'm still learning so, yeah, yeah it's all learning process yeah. i love how i love that explanation and you know you know who will nichols is mm -hmm. he's a he's a really fire photographer um but he kind of touched on a subject that you're speaking on as well where as a creative like you said it can be um can be hard to devote devote your attention to so many different mediums right, right. and he kind of talked about the concept of creative buckets mm. where as a photographer like he can feel so inspired to create for photography till his buckets kind of full mm. and it's important to have different buckets under different mediums because yeah. like if your bucket's full you can start to you know 
touch on some other medium and mm-hmm. that bucket kind of gets a little bit empty and then you come back to it and refill it. Right. It's kind of like being able to manage your, your mediums and be able to balance everything that you're doing. So you're not like overly forcing something yeah. in one area because right. I could imagine like how hard it would be to have like create a box, you know, in music yeah. or just any other medium, like uh-huh. it happens. So I could imagine being able to spread your wings across different mediums, you know? I think with that, too, is, like, it's good to, like, when you say creative blocks, I think it's really good to, like, say, if I'm having a musical creative block, me being able to be like, yo, I'm going to just go paint something, that could help open up that creative block and yeah. be able to just, like, let the music flow. Um, and I, I thought of something when you were saying that, like, the bucket analogy I think about it like even with love, like Mm. love is so universal and you can have love for a family member, you can have love for a partner, you can have love for a friend. But if you only focus on one of those relationships and you don't put love into the other ones, it's like an off balance because it's like, yeah, me me and my girl or, or whoever, like we good, but it's like, what about your your brother like are you investing yeah. that love in that relationship too or are you just only focused on this one lane of love and i think it's the same with like creativity you know if you have i feel like everybody has a gift of creativity just in different ways mm-hmm. but you know if you have that gift of being multi like talented in different areas it's like i think that like we should like invest in those ways even if it's not as much as the main thing like with if it's music and then like 2% here and then 2% there and then whatever percent there it like at least you're investing in it in some type of way and for me I know at some point I'm gonna um go full out like film oh really at the right time though at the right time yeah bro at the right time not tomorrow not today but at the right time I'm definitely gonna like dive into like film because I think that there's a lot of stories to be told that music can tell those stories too, but sometimes you need a film to really, really immerse yourself into that story and into that uh, perspective. So at the right time. To give yeah. the visual of, yeah. of what that story is that you're kind of exactly, speaking on, right? Exactly. Give that, that visual and give that dialogue and conversation with multiple characters and different things like that. So at the right time, that's definitely going to happen. How do you know when you're ready for something? Like, I know that, you know, now you're not ready for it, whether it be film or mm-hmm. whatever, whatever the case may be. Yeah. How do you know when you're ready? Is it, is it like a calling or mm. what is it that? I think it is. Um, I'd say I'm ready to invest in film for sure. Like do appearances and do roles and different things like that. But in the sense of like fully, fully saying I'm going to fully be in this lane right here. I think it's a thing of calling and feeling it internally and just kind of like, I feel like it won't let you ignore it, you know? Like intuition. Yeah, like your intuition okay. is like, yo, like it's nudging you like, yo, bro, like, like what, you know, yeah. like try this out. Come Everybody on. knows what that feels like too. Yeah. Everybody has intuition. Oftentimes yep. we ignore it. Oh yeah, we right? ignore that thing. <laughs> we ignore it and it teaches yeah. us lessons when we ignore yep. it, you know? <laughs> But I think it's definitely like an internal like calling that intuition and let you know like, okay, this season right here is for this. Mm-hmm. I hear so many stories about like um, athletes that say, man, I think it's time for me to go to the next thing. And that's an internal thing for them. Like it's an internal click or a flip of the switch. That's like, all right, bro, like 
this was great, you know, but I'm going this way. Not saying that I'm going to leave music. I'm never going to leave music. Yeah. That's like not a thing, not mm. a thing. But I know that there's going to be a time where I'm focusing more so on creating um, films, um, mm. whether that be five years from now, two years from now, next year, I don't know. But <laughs> I know at some point um, that that's going to be um, – one of my main mediums so right have you had any part of like music videos that you've released in like creating the or producing the film have you have you already kind of dabbled into that definitely. space um my video cpr fire too um, i helped write the treatment for that basically honestly i based that off my whole life like wow. what i was going through in that moment i was like all right we just need to recreate what i'm going through right now just put this in the video. Um, that one, everything else, I had homies direct, but I have so many like ideas in my, my notes and different references for music videos. And I love what Kendrick is doing. He's like, he's doing that. What I'm saying, like what I'm talking about, like the acting and different things like that. Like he's, I see him like tapping in, like he was on, power or something like that he did an episode there but this last video that he put out um i forgot what the song was but he was acting in it and stuff like that i'm like see i see what he's doing he's yeah, like he's, he's on something yeah he's combining his gifts together and i'm like okay it was very inspiring to see um but i definitely want to do that as well like with my music videos and inserting like acting portions of it and 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 um just kind of setting the scene so like when it's time you know it's like oh of course that makes sense he was acting in his music videos you know so yeah um yeah bro yeah i i, I like to uh put in any types of ideas for my music videos if that's like you know if it makes sense of course if i'm working with directors that i really really respect and i really trust their vision you know i'm gonna let them do what they you know what they do best but, you know, if I have an idea that's like, yo, like, I got to do this, I'm gonna, you know, yeah. I'm write that thing down. Absolutely. Is that what your creative process is kind of like? Like, if you have an idea, let's say you walk out of this studio, you're on your way home, mm -hmm. and an idea pops in your head, like, do you write it down? Voice do you, memos. Voice memos, okay. I'm a voice memo guy. I'm starting to learn to write, though, like, to write things out, because I know that it's important to have something tangible. Um but I'm a big voice memo guy and I'm a big like like um I use my my MacBook to like record like video like you know the uh photo booth the photo booth so I've been documenting low key I've been documenting my life for a minute bro really and it's just a lot of videos of like different phases and seasons that I've been through and I'm gonna put it in a documentary like that's I'm, what I was about I'm to say I'm working on it I'm actually really working on the documentary really yeah I am fire um so a lot of things that people don't know and emotions that nobody's ever seen me express like they're gonna see it in that documentary um, I could so. tell and everything everything that you do and like this is kind of sounds like a reoccurring thing is like organic and Less, natural bro. you know what i mean like yeah. i've seen like even ig posts of like mm -hmm. you just like I'm, i just woke up this morning and felt yeah. like singing this yeah. and just like kind of expressing it mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. what i mean and i think it's awesome to see where we're kind of in a society where everything is kind of planned out right you know what i mean so yeah the organicness is appreciated i'm definitely learning man like that it's like a, I'm learning that there's a balance that has to be, especially with this content world, mm -hmm. like 
there's a certain balance. If you if you're still an upcoming artist, you got to kind of learn how to get like you know what I mean, like play the game. You know what I mean, but not in the sense where you lose yourself. So I'm learning that it's important to upload you know, the things that I authentically do, you know what I mean? And not like keep them to myself. So I'm learning that consistency with uploading just things that I do, like creatively, music wise, whatever the case may be. I'm learning that it's important to do that. Um, one of my boys, um, you know who Montel Fish is? Yeah. So I love what he does um, on TikTok because it's so organic and you can tell that he's organically flowing and organically just putting out content but it's not in the way of like oh I gotta put out content it's just him expressing himself and just putting it out there I love that so it's like you're playing the game but you're playing it your way yes. you're not like mm-hmm. copy and pasting exactly okay. and so that's what I'm learning for myself I'm like okay how can I do that with my own thing like how can I organically put out content in a way where it's authentic for me and not like some bubblegum, like copy paste, like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, we see what he's doing. We see he's on the TikTok thing. Like, nah, like I want it to be like, oh, like he's using TikTok, but he's using it in his way. Like this is his world, you know? So yeah. I'm still um, figuring that out and figuring out how to like maneuver that. But I'm, I think I'm, I'm, I'm really looking, I'm definitely looking for people to like um, help me with that. I don't know. Build a little team. Yeah, like build a team in terms of like helping me put together things like that. But I know they'll come. Yeah, if you're listening to this and you, yeah, this is something up your alley. Maybe slide into my man's DMs or something. Hit me, please. (laughs) Hit me. Hell yeah! Cheers to that, bro. Let's get a little cheers in real quick. So something that you kind of touched on earlier was, you know, back when you were younger, you were in church. Were you in the choir? as well back then or mm-hmm. what was your first kind of exposure to music when you were younger man i didn't let nobody know i could sing for a minute bro like even when i when my mom found out like i was hiding that thing like i would sing to myself and stuff like that but i think for me singing has always been a vulnerable thing so like being young and singing in front of people was just something that i was like no like I was, I was a dancer. Like I was, I was the one that was like, you know that go to Marcus, go to Marcus. Yeah. That was me. That <laughs> wasn't me in the video, but like that was me. That was same energy. Yeah, same energy. Like I'm always dancing in school, always dancing in church, like always just dancing, dancing, dancing. But singing was something that I kept like very, like very personal. And there was a moment where I was doing, um, I was actually in this like talent competition when I was like 11 years old and I was doing dancing, modeling and acting in it. Um, and one day I was, who was in the car? I don't know where we were going. I don't know why I even started singing, but I started singing. And my brother, he was the one that was the singer. He sang happy birthday to the family, stuff like that. And I'm singing in the back seat. And my mom is like, my brother's name is Carlos. She was like, Carlos, that's you singing? He was like, no, ma'am, that's Marcus. <laughs> and she's like, boy, why you ain't telling me you can sing? What you doing right now? We could have put you in singing and stuff. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So we we get to the competition. Um, I'm from Virginia, but the competition mm-hmm. was in Florida. So we, we get to the competition. And one of the uh, subjects was... Uh, improv is like making things up on the spot so either you get an improv commercial you have to do or an improv song and so my mom was like i'm gonna pray that they give you a song so you gotta sing and i'm like please ma do not pray. <laughs> do not pray that please 
But lo and behold, she like did. we I got in that room and it was like sing a song about I'm yours forever. And that was my first song I ever like sang. And wow. It, luckily it was like in a room. It was in a room, but like the people that was viewing it, it was like five hundred plus people in like an auditorium. So I was still singing in front of people, but it was like in a smaller room with a couple of people. But that was the start of like me saying, Whoa, like, okay, like well, people you, know I sing, but after that, like when I left that room, I hid from everybody for like two hours, bro. I was like, nah, like I couldn't do it. So I was shy. Is that what it was? I was going to ask you, why do you think you were like hiding this talent of yours? You know, I think it was just it being so sacred, being so such a um, an expression of my soul. I didn't know how to display it vulnerably i didn't know if i wanted to display it vulnerably to people at that okay. moment especially being so young i'm like what is this feeling that when i sing it feels a certain type of way kind of like i'm naked like you know uh, what i mean it's yeah. like you seeing me i'm exposed you know That's so at a young age i'm like I don't know, but of course, you know, as you know, a lot of other like artists, they, when they're young, they're singing, they're doing all of that. Like they're being open. But for me, I think now that I'm thinking about it, that's so crazy. I think that even with that, that lets me know how my gift is like, it's, it's more, it's a spiritual thing, man. Okay. It's really spiritual. And now it's just like, okay, moving forward, of course, like love is my main thing when I make music, you know, but I'm also here to heal people, bro. Like that's one of my number ones too, like bringing healing to people. And if that's using my voice, whether I'm singing words or not, like I'm gonna do it, you know? But um, yeah, that was like my introduction to like actually singing publicly. And then after that, like I got confidence. I started singing in front of girls and yeah. middle school <laughs> and doing stuff like that. So um, yeah, in uh, 2000. Yeah, 2015, around there, I started putting out, I started, I was rapping first, I was putting okay. out rap music, and that started kind of getting the buzz, and people started, like, wanting to hear more. You put it out on SoundCloud? <clears throat> yeah, SoundCloud, okay. SoundCloud and Tumblr, and um, this one particular time, well, actually, I was doing YouTube covers, too, I was singing oh. YouTube covers, I forgot about that, Okay. I was doing YouTube covers, but nothing original. But then at one point I was like, you know what? I'm gonna put out an like original something singing. And if you go on SoundCloud, it's called Love with the question mark. And people was like, Yo, is this you singing? Like, what is this? Like, we need some more of this. Blah 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 blah. So I'm like, okay, shit. Like, all right. Like, and then I started singing, putting stuff out on um, SoundCloud, and that started to get more like traction and then numbers started coming in on SoundCloud and I'm like, well, I love this. So See, it's happening organically, organically man. Organically, bro. I organically. Love that. Yeah, bro. No forcing it, not at all. You just let it, you know, be. And so now it's been a journey of it's been a journey of having moments where I had to force it in a sense of sometimes you can f like fall out of love with your passion, man. And then when mm -hmm. that happens, it's like, what is going on? Like, this is something that I, I've loved for so long. Why does it feel like it's a chore now? Sometimes the industry will do that to you if you let it, you know, and that's what happened to me. I let the industry like, or people that I was connected with, like I let it become a chore more than a, um, a thing of, I've always created music intuitively, like, 
my intuition plays a big role in how I make music, of course. And once it be started to become more like like logistical and like, oh, we got to do it like this and then do it like that and like that. And it's like, what is this? Yeah, because that, that part of it was new to you, I'm sure. Yes, it was very new. I didn't know nothing about like song structure. I didn't know nothing about like nothing. Like I'm just like, I'm just making music and singing and you know, putting it out how I want to put it out. Well, it's got to be tough, man, because when things happen so organically for you, it's not like somebody's giving you a book on like, here's the music industry and here's what to expect and here's how to right. go through it. Like, obviously there's like, you know, music schools and like right. things to learn. But when you went, like, like I said, when it happens so organically for you, yeah. you kind of just have to go through it and learn it and experience yeah. it, which has happened. But through that, you learned some tough lessons, yeah. which I'm sure you yeah. are well aware of. But, you know, I needed it, you know, <clears throat> because it's a part of it. You know, if you mm -hmm. want to be successful in the industry, you have to understand it at a some certain point. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But there's artists that take the rules and then they break them, you know, like Frank Ocean and FKA Twigs and Moses Sumney and all those artistic, like, more like they don't they don't care about what it, what's a hit like you yeah. know what i mean their hits are the ones that hit for them and that's the same for me i'm like you know what a hit is something that hits for me if it hit my soul and it do what it need to do it's a hit for me you know what i mean so i think when we come from that place of authenticity and confidence that's when it puts out that energy of like oh wait this is a hit because this artist is so confident in what they're doing yeah it's just it just vibrates that, you know, and that's where I'm tapping into now. Well, tapping back into because there was a point where I was like, oh, you know, I need to make this music so I can get, you know, pay for these bills and then do this and then do that. Uh, and, you know, that's yeah. a part of it. But, you know, I was like, you know what, bro? I'm feeling a little unfulfilled doing it like this. So now I found my way back to, bro, let your soul let your soul come out and let it be vibrant and let it be radiant and let it be that, you know? And of course, um, in, infusing like strategies with how to put the music out, of course, like that stuff like that, but more so just from the soul and working with people that work like that as well. Yeah. And I could imagine too, like knowing what works well for you and owning that is, is a big part because yes. like, as as you said, there's rules to, to it sometimes in the mm -hmm. music industry, but what works for you may not work for somebody else, and what works for somebody else yep. may not work for you, you yep. know, right? So it's kind of like important mm -hmm. to stick true to, to what got you to where you're at, yes. you know what I mean? Yes, not not every shoe, like, fits all. What is that saying? Like, uh, yeah, not every shoe, like, it just because somebody else can wear that shoe, that don't mean it can fit on their foot, you yeah. know? And so... I'm really, especially in this time right now that I'm in, I'm like, you know what, bro? Like, their journey is not your journey, you know? Mm -hmm. And they're, the way they execute how they, the things they do, is not how you're supposed to do it, you know? And I'm okay with that. And I wrote in my notes the other day, like, however, you know, whatever response it gets, it gets, you know? As long as I'm being the most authentic and true to myself, it's going to get what it needs to get. You I know? love that. And so... I think that that's honestly the key to artists really being successful. Like the real key. I don't think the key key is really just, oh, let's let's use this formula on them and then do that and do that. Yeah, it works in the sense of statistics and analytics and stuff like that. But like, how impactful is that artist for real? For real, right? You know, when you when you get an artist that's that's 
authentic in themselves those are the ones that stick around for forever and they're like yo they have the cult followings cult like follow followings people that just want to know what they're doing because they love that person you know and not like a gimmick that they're putting on you know and yeah. so for me i've been making sure this like bro like just be yourself you know you being yourself got you to where you are now so imagine if you opened up that book some more and dive deeper into yeah. who you are you know and you never know so bro i love that take on it i mean yeah. i've heard similar takes but not not like that from that perspective yeah, you know what bro. i mean and i think that it speaks volumes that there's artists like you that think that same way and have gotten amassed their own success from that have, are there artists that you kind of uh have seen that with Ooh. that you're able to speak on or definitely montel fish um my boy q q marsden he's upcoming he's one of the most authentic guys that I know. Um, man, it's a lot, bro. It's Well, you know what? I don't even know if it's a lot, but it's a good amount of people. I can't think of them off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. But um, they out here. They out here. <laughs> and a lot of us are, especially with this climate of music, I really feel like, I was just talking to somebody about this the other day, I really feel like people are starting to get tired of like, the superficialness of music. Like, it's like when you eat fast food every day, all day, it's like, all right, dang, I want a home cooked meal now. Like, yeah. I want something that's really like filling, you know, not saying that, you know, everything has a place, you know, and turn up music is great, you know what I mean, for certain settings. But like, I think that people are starting to want to feel something that they feel in their soul, like yeah. in their heart. They want to feel something that's like, yo, like, I want something real, you know? So I think that the listeners really, really, really want that now. So it's like yeah. artists that are more authentic. We're starting to bubble up and get our, oh, Gene Dawson. You ever heard of Gene Dawson? Gene Dawson he's in an alternative world. Um, he's amazing. But um, yeah, authentic, authentic artists are starting to bubble up more now because I think it's honestly just a divine timing of it, to be honest, because somebody that's more authentic in the time where... Lil Pump is popping. It's like yeah. they focus on Lil Pump. You know what I mean? They're not really checking for somebody that's most authentic, but people are kind of tired now. So they're yeah. like, all right, I they're want craving something. something yes, authentic, right? yes. Yeah. They're craving it. They're craving it. And they might not have been craving it at that point, but like now they're like, yo, like, especially with this conversation with R&B, people want R&B right now. Yeah, they like, do. R&B, like... And there's not very many singers that, like... No, nah, right? it's <laughs> not. It's not. But people we got are, you. Got me, <laughs> for sure. For yeah. sure. Um, but people want it, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And I think we've always wanted, wanted it, but now R&B has been a huge conversation within these past, like, six months to a year. Like, people are like, hold on, wait, we need, we need some... Mm, that you know, soul too yeah that soul so it's it's definitely a time where i think that uh true creatives and people that are really authentic with their work i think it's a, a time this next year especially is going to be like a lot of authentic people coming out the woodwork yeah with this same concept in mind is is this why it's important for you to have instruments within your your songs because mm. i notice you have a lot of like instruments mm -hmm. instrumentation within your within your songs so yeah. is this kind of like the same type of concept you have with like having authenticity within it does that add a layer to it or yeah for sure it definitely does i think that yeah 
hundred percent because i mean instruments are the foundation you know what i mean before anything was digital we had instruments rather like, than just some beats yeah and... bro you know beats are good thing about me is like i like like i'll take beats but like i prefer loops over beats because okay. if a beat is already fully produced out sometimes i feel like where do i fit in with this like mm -hmm. send me a guitar loop send me a piano loop send me a loop with some pads or something like that and then we'll build on to it but to answer your question yeah like instruments are very important to me um because they're so like instruments are spiritual tools yeah. honestly because it 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 takes whatever's inside here and it brings it out you know yeah. the saxophone and the guitar the guitar mm -hmm. and piano are my two instruments that i'm learning right now oh really yeah those are the two, my two main ones I'm trying to really be on some Prince type vibe. Like Prince type vibe. I'm trying to I'm trying to make Prince happy. I'm trying to make him proud. <laughs> he has so, a big influence on you. Yes, would you say? bro. Yes, really? I think that more so music that'll be coming out more like from here on out, you'll probably hear it a bit more. Um, not to the biggest degree of like, oh, he sounds like Prince, but you'll hear like oh, some influences. Some influences. Um, definitely Prince. Um, Prince and Michael are my top two favorite artists um, for me. And then it's D'Angelo and Maxwell and Erica Badu. And it makes sense. A lot of sense. Tony Braxton, a mm. lot of them, bro. That's a heavy list right there. It's a heavy list. I and it's much more Carl Thomas, um, a lot of just sangers bro like really authentic ones too. is this what you kind of grew up listening to too when you were younger or it was all gospel bro all gospel all gospel younger. and at one point my um my older sister she gave me this um mp3 player and it had like chris brown up there and it had everything up there and that was what really introduced me wow. to music and so i remember listening to a chris brown song this is like the uh album with um kiss kiss on it and mm. stuff like that and i was like dang i want to hear myself on a song like i want to hear what i would sound like with like high quality like i want to hear that so that was honestly the moment where i was like i want to make some music because i want to hear myself like on a song i want to hear myself on the radio one day so shout out to your sister shout out to my <laughs> sister like for real i don't know like i don't know if I wouldn't have had that MP3 player, I don't know. I mean, I think I would have found myself here, but like that was a very pivotal time in my life. And I was like, what? Uh, I was young. I was pretty young. I was probably in elementary school. Wow. Yeah. So that definitely was like, a, yeah, I wasn't in elementary school. I was in like fourth grade. Bro, it's crazy that life works like that. Like the yeah, smallest bro. little intricate thing yep. can happen to you and could lead you down a whole ass, mm -hmm. like, rabbit hole of having a career yeah bro it's nuts it's it's all planted on purpose like divine timing it's divine timing bro it's divine yeah. everything even when it don't look like even when things may not look like how you want them to look like divine timing will always like do what it need to do and that's the biggest thing i'm learning right now yeah. and the biggest lesson i've been needing to learn because it's like for artists like me and my bros, we used to always say, this the year, this the year, this the year that we're going to make it. This the year we're going to make it. And I mean, things happen, but it wasn't the year that we thought it would be. But now within this past year, within maybe like last year, I started really like understanding like, yo, divine timing, bro. Because if I would have made it when I wanted to make it, I would not have been ready. There you go. I would not have been yeah, ready. You would have fumbled, not. might have fumbled the bag. I would have definitely fumbled <laughs> the bag. I would have fumbled a lot because it was just, 
I needed skin and I needed like experience in life in general. You I know love what that. I mean? So now I definitely am in I'm in a more solid place, a more grounded place where I can I know that I can handle this next season of my life. Um, but that the divine timing is like big. I love that, man, because once you realize that you're just ready to accept what comes to you, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? You could want something so bad, but if you're not ready to accept that, then it's not going to come to you. It'll come to you when you're ready. But right. with that said, I also think it's important to believe that it's going to happen for yeah. yourself. If you don't believe that it's going to happen and if you don't think you're worthy of it happening, then you're not going to be ready to accept it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like everybody wants the opportunity, right. but that opportunity may not manifest itself when you want it. You just have yeah. to accept that it's going to come. Facts. And you know what the next level of believing is? Is what? knowing. Knowing. Knowing it's going to happen. Not Speak even on believing. Knowing, knowing it's going to happen. happen. Okay. You know, believing is great though. Believing is a powerful tool. But what I've, what I've been like learning is like, knowing something's gonna happen. What's like, the difference between the two? I think believing is like, it's similar to hope a little bit. Like when you say, I hope it happens, it's kind of like up in the air a little bit. And believing is a little bit stronger, I believe, but like, ain't nothing like, if somebody said, what's two plus two? And you say, I believe it's four. Oh, and you're yeah. like, oh no, I know it's four. Like you can't, you can't sway me from thinking it's four. I know it's four, you know? Mm -hmm. So with our dreams, it's like, I know what I want to, what I desire, it's going to happen. I know it. Like, I don't just believe. Believe is a great layer to it, but like having that knowing on top of it is solid. Like, and not just saying it, actually nah. knowing that it's going to happen. Because actually knowing. I think that brings up a good point because I think a, not a buzzword, but a lot of people talk about manifestation, right? Mm -hmm. Like manifesting mm -hmm. something that's going to happen for right. yourself. And you could manifest something all day you want, mm -hmm. but if you don't actually know that, like you're saying- Embody that thing. Yeah, is it gonna really happen yeah. for you? You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Cause I believe it's important to speak things into existence. Yeah, yeah. But now that I'm thinking about it, what you're saying now, mm -hmm. like knowing it is the biggest catalyst, yeah, right? Yeah, it is bro. And um, there's uh, a spiritual teacher, his name is Neville Goddard. Mm. Um, and he talks about the things that you want. Like when you want something, that means you don't have it. But if you come from a state of having it already, it's gonna come to you because you have you in into like inside of yourself, you have it already, so it has to come. But if you want it, that means you don't have it. So when you embody okay. that knowing of something, it's like, oh, I know it's gonna happen. Like I know my dreams are gonna happen. It's happening right now. You're living it. And, and, and even though the 3D may not like it may not look like it right now, and I may not have that house that I want, but I have it. And that may sound crazy to some people that may not understand it, but whoever needs to understand it, they will understand it's it. It's crazy. I, I know what you're saying, mm -hmm. but I, I don't know how to explain it. That's the thing. <laughs> it's hard to explain. It is very hard to explain. It's very hard to explain. But for people that are in that place of like understanding things like that, they'll know exactly what that means. Yeah. You know? So. And I think I think we're in a day and age where people want to not be given the blueprint or not be like given the the details on how it, to exactly make something happen but it's hard to explain something that's unexplainable yeah bro right it's, it's a feeling hard. it's an energy yeah. yeah so excuse me if if y'all don't understand what i'm saying <laughs> like at some point you definitely will yeah Trust. you'll yeah. know it'll come to you it'll come right because i 
I definitely, my mom, like, we, we grew up Christian, but, like, my mom honestly was teaching us universal laws, but didn't, probably didn't realize it for Subliminally. real. Subliminally. Yeah, like, because universal laws are things that just exist, you know what I mean? But, um, so I've, I've, like, kind of grew up knowing these things without knowing that I knew these things, mm, if that makes sense. Yeah. So now I'm coming into, like, oh, my mom used to, like, tell us this when we was kids it was just in a different form it's just in a different form different wording you know but now i'm like oh mom and i tell her i'm like mom this is what you was telling us you know you taught us this as kids you know so it's it's very like interesting how things will you know at the right time at the divine timing things will start to unfold and be like okay this is what it is you know so, yeah it's kind of like yeah, bro. like these universal laws you're talking about it's kind of like mm. the law of attraction and yeah. things like that law okay. of attraction law of assumption Law of assumption is is honestly next level because when you assume something is going to happen, that's that knowing. Like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? You know when, when you get in an argument with somebody and they assume something happened, they just know that it happened. I know you did it. I, I, you're assuming. So it's like it's the same with the law of assumption. Yeah. You're assuming whatever it is that you desire, you already have it. I love that. I so, think that's a great way to put it. Yeah, that bro. makes sense. Yeah, that bro. makes a lot of sense. So that's where we live in that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't got the crib in, in 3D, you know, but I got the crib. Yeah. You know, I got it. You, you got know? it. So it's, it's just a matter of like it. Matter of manifesting. To, I love that. That's it. Devon, bro, Devon, yeah. what? I just remember when I was driving today. I was driving and I was thinking about how things I read. I was reading this book by Wayne Dyer and it's called the power of intention. Mm. And a lot of people have said things like this, but like, uh, this table was an idea first. Like it was an idea that somebody had in their mind. And so it's the same thing with like things that we desire, like the crib, like that idea of the table, it existed in his mind already. Like it was already made in his mind. It just wasn't made in a physical. So it's just like the same thing with our dreams. Like the dreams we have, they're in our minds already and we're embodying them. It's just, it may take a little second for it to like manifest in a 3D world. And so when you operate from that knowing, it's just like the timing of when it happens, it's just you know yeah you rest in that it's all good because you know it's gonna happen you and don't it, have to rush yeah and it also puts it into the perspective of anything's really possible mm -hmm. you know, that you that you think about mm -hmm. like anybody that's done anything anybody that the person that made this building that we're sitting in right. it was an idea at one yes. point and yep. it became what it is today so right. you have it in your head and mm -hmm. inside of you it's just a matter of making it happen right and you know it's crazy because you know when we have dreams and desires sometimes we can get so mad when they're not they're not like when they haven't manifested yet and i'm guilty of this everybody is you know when things don't happen at the timing that we wanted to but it's just like you said with this building he had the idea of the building but he didn't say dang it's not made yet like why isn't it made because you gotta build the thing yeah. first it's a process to it you know it's not gonna just poof you yeah. know what I mean? So, like, with our dreams and careers, like me, like, my dreams are going to happen in a, in 3D world, but I have to build and I have to, like, go through that journey. So, I can't get mad that things aren't the way that I want them to be right now because, like, bro, I still got some things I need to do. You know, the process of the manifestation is still being, you know, it's going about. So You're living it. You're, like, living yeah. through it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you have to live through it got for it to, to become what it is. Got to. Yeah. So. That reminds me of something uh, my boy said. You know A.J. Gerard? A.J. Gerard. That sounds so familiar. He's an art curator. 
he's been he's been doing a lot of great work in LA, just building mm-hmm. art exhibits for black and brown people mm-hmm. and really creating like a, a space for the youth to kind of get into the fine art scene. Oh, fire. It's really dope. Yeah, he's doing some really amazing things. Fire. But I had him on and he touched on something similar where mm-hmm. something that he tells like his youth is just because you don't see something done mm. by somebody who looks similar to you doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. It's yeah. your job to create that and Facts. to pour into that. Just because you don't see it there doesn't mean that it's not possible. You, it's, just, it's your job to actually like create that that's yourself, a bar, right? That's bro. That's yeah. a bar because that's how I used to feel as a kid. Like It would be certain things that I would want to do creatively, even like modeling. Like I wanted to model so bad when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang, I'm only 5'8". Like, I'm not tall. I'm not like this or that or whatever. We like, some short kings, bro. Yeah, bro. We short kings. <laughs> it's whatever. You know, yeah. we, we got that energy. You exactly. Know? But but I would always be like, bro, you could be the, you know, you could be one of the first. Like, it's okay. And after that, I did Converse, like. Oh, wow. I did different like campaigns for like different brands and stuff like that, and it's all because I was like, you know what, I'm gonna just do it. It don't it don't matter if like what he's saying. Like just because you don't see anybody else doing it, it looks like you doesn't mean that you can't do it. You could be the first, you know. So yeah, and that's and so what's what's dope about that is everything we're talking about right now. Like you've lived it and yeah. you've seen it happen for yourself. So it's like you know that it's possible to help yeah. happen in different realms for yourself, right? Yeah, bro, that's a bar right there because I think that it's important for us to like look back over our lives and look at things that have happened in a good way, like look at the good things that have happened and be able to apply those things for things that we want to happen and say, man, this happened before, but in a different form. I know it can happen again. Like, yeah, you know, so yeah, I, I definitely feel you on that. It's I the, it's the confidence that. builder fact too, because yeah. all these, all these things that happen with your experiences, they're like little wins mm-hmm. that you add to your collection and right. then it builds up your confidence because there's goals that I've achieved in my life that yeah. were just seem that seemed so far fetched at first mm-hmm. that I, once I accomplished them, I'm like, "Yo, I could do this same thing for this other thing that I'm thinking yes. is crazy in my mind." Yes. And once you start doing that, you start mm-hmm. stacking these up. Yeah. Your confidence starts building, yeah. and then you just really think anything's possible. Nah, and then you start real. knowing. You start. You start knowing you it. You start knowing for real. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, bro. Literally, you said it perfectly because this area you could have been implementing something say say you people want to manifest more financial opportunities mm-hmm. or they want to manifest uh whatever like if you influ if you implement strategies in this area you can implement it over here too yeah especially if you've seen it work over here like it ain't just for that you could do that over here too yeah. if you want your love life to be better you can do it over here too yeah. you know so that's something that i'm learning right now like literally what you just said like it happened over here like it can happen over there too so that's a fact. Yeah, That's facts. A fact. Yes, yeah, sir. Bro. And I think that a lot of people that haven't necessarily accomplished that first kind of big win for themselves, mm-hmm. or if they didn't, if they didn't reach the goal that they set for themselves the first time or failed, I think that stumps a lot of people. And they don't oh, end yeah, up going man. up after all these other things that they've oh, they've wanted in life because they remember this experience of not obtaining what they want and it prevents them from like stopping other other ventures right so i just want to say out there if you're listening like that first 
kind of dub in whatever it is you're doing in life is so critical. Once you mm. get that, it kind of, it's not going to all fall into place for you, but like it gets easier. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, not in every sense, but it, it, it's not like, like you just got to, you got to get over that first yeah, hump. That you know what I mean? Because that happened to me, bro. Disappointment with a lot of things that I, I wanted to happen or thought was going to happen and it did it didn't happen or whatever the case was like it definitely I had a hump bro but mm. I'm just now really saying you know what it's all good like you needed that to be to happen for you to be able to say you know what I'm going to get back up and I'm going to go even harder like Cause disappointment will really stump a lot of people and they'll mm-hmm. really say, you know what, that traumatized me. I'm good. You know, yeah. but and I was close, bro. I almost gave up, bro. Really? Yes. On bro. this music? Yes, bro. Wow. I almost gave up, bro. Really? Yes, bro. I almost said, you know what? <laughs> I was like, yo, I I'm about to give up. This was last year, bro. Like That's in crazy. June. Last June. Wait, wait, what year are we in? We 2022, about to be 2022. 2022. Yeah, last... No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 last June. I was like, yo, I don't know. And I remember a vision that I got when I was like eight. And that honestly kept me from not quitting. Wow. Like, I had this vision that I was on this stage and there's like thousands and thousands of people. And I've held on to this vision since I was eight. And that's one of the things that really kept me doing music. And so in that moment when I was about to free, like drop everything, I was like, no, like but, but, but this was shown to you. God showed this to you yeah. as a kid for this moment. This is one of the moments that I needed to remember that vision. So my message is if you got a vision for something and you see it, stick to that thing okay because it's gonna be trying times like we're talking about these disappointments and these dubs and these humps that we got to get over but if you see it in your mind already and you feel it in your heart and you already you it's it just just keep going i love that and i i think that's important for people to hear too because it could be easy to like look at you and just be like, oh, they don't know your your backstory necessarily right. that you've had these hard, yeah, you know, bro. triumphs. So I think that's that's important for people to hear, like, because yeah, everybody goes through it, yeah. and it's it's not all rainbows and, mm-hmm. and butterflies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you once you amass some success, that's crazy yeah. to, to hear though. I didn't know that. Yeah, bro, <laughs> I was about to be done. Oh no, bro. I was about to be done, but I'm not. So yeah. we good, you know. Uh, we good and. It was uh, definitely, man, I think sometimes in life, you have to experience how life would be without something to really appreciate it. Yes, you know? absolutely. And we can apply that to everything, health, wealth, family, friends, love, career, gifts, whatever, like not suggesting that people lose those things but sometimes in life we have to experience like dang what would it be like if i didn't you know and after a while it's like dang if i wasn't doing music in that moment i'm like dang nah that ain't right that don't feel right you know and i was at that moment where i thought that i thought that i i thought in that moment that giving up music was what i needed to do i don't know why but 
I was going through a lot mentally, bro. I went mm. through a I went through a huge mental thing, bro. Really? And I'm so glad that I'm out of it, bro. But yeah. it was one of the most trying times in my life, bro. Wow. This was last year? This was last year, bro. One of the most trying times in my life. But I made it through and I see much clearer. I feel so much better. But um Love that. in that time, you know, like having that feeling of like, give up music for real, bro. For real? That's what you gonna do? And then it was like, nah, it ain't for me to give up music. Nah, that that ain't it. So mm. again, could be with love, could be with family, health, whatever. Like, don't lose it to have to be able to appreciate it. You know? Yeah. And that's something that I'm learning right now, bro. Unfortunately, sometimes with certain things, like I said, like you might have the experience it a little bit for a little bit for you to really appreciate it some for some cases but if you got it right in front of you appreciate that thing yeah. for everything that it is with the flaws the dips the turns the all of it like appreciate it you know and that's what i'm learning man especially with love especially with love is especially. it and you're speaking through experience too yes, would would you say that uh that it it's that's been the case for you has it made you appreciate Yes. Where you're at and with music in general? Music, love, all of it. Like, just being able to say, you know what? This thing or this person means so much to me. Like, why would I want this to be out of my life? Uh, for real, for real. Why would I really, really want that? And that's when you got to get to the root of these things. Because sometimes it's not even that thing or that person. It's you. Mm. It's things that need to be fixed within yourself. Not fixed, but dealt with. So for okay. me, I've been just learning a lot of different things that I've been needing to deal with. You know, whether it's relationship-wise, romantically, or family-wise, like just different things, relationship, different relationship dynamics. Like, I'm like, okay, let me really appreciate these relationships for what they are because I don't want it to be a point where it's not there. And I'm like, like yeah what is going on you know so and mm -hmm. i've experienced that you know mm -hmm. i've experienced that and i don't like it <laughs> i don't like it yeah. you know but wouldn't i recommend it no <laughs> wouldn't recommend it some people gonna go through it but like me you know but wouldn't recommend it and when everything connects how it needs to connect and you learn the lessons that you need to learn you're gonna be like that don't hurt, but I'm glad it happened because I learned this. So yeah. that's also where I'm at, too. It's like a bittersweet thing. You know, it's like, man, sometimes we got to go through things to learn lessons. And for people like me, I'm an experiential learner mm. or I have been an experiential learner. Now I'm being I'm starting to be more of a, OK, I'm going to take your word for it type guy. Like if someone if an OG came to me, and was like, listen, bro, I done been through this. Don't go down this route. I went there. Don't do it, bro. I'm like, you know what, bro? I'm going to take your word for it. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I, before, like, I've always been like, oh, I got to experience to really learn it. And maybe, man, we manifest everything, bro. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> we manifest you, a lot because. Yeah, because you don't need to go through you don't it. Have this to is what go, you're realizing it now, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. Like, you don't have to experience certain things to really 
appreciate something or know about something like you don't have to it's kind of like you tell a kid like don't touch that fire it's gonna right. burn you mm-hmm. and then you're just like damn what if i touch that fire right. like let me see for myself and you get burned and, and you're just it, like i'm like, not gonna bro, do that again i told you <laughs> yeah. don't do it that's why i said don't do it so yeah, yeah. bro I hear you, bro. Well, I'm yeah. happy that you're at a place now. I'm in a great place, bro. Yeah, where you've kind of come to these realizations for yourself. Yeah, bro. What? I had a question for mm. you. What is love to Marcus Marco McKinnis? Love is... Love is true acknowledgement of... I'm going to say this in the sense of, like, relationships. Mm. True, like love is a true acknowledgement of who that person is and accepting them completely for who they are mm. and not with trying to change them, not with saying like, oh, if they was a little bit like this, maybe I love them more. Nah, because that's conditional love uh. or unconditional love. Real love is, you know what? That's how they are. I love them for who they are, especially if it's some stuff that's like external. Yeah. Like if it's like, oh, they can't dress the way, they don't dress the way I want them to dress. Man, Mm -hmm. you better put that to the side, bro. (laughs) Y'all can always work on that. You know what I mean? And even things internally, you know, like attitudes, you know, those type of things can be changed. But like when you love someone and you have that knowing of love, of course there's people where it's like, all right, it's clear that we don't need to be in relation. Like, of course, I'm not talking about those situations. Just compatibility because, issues. Yeah, like compatibility issues. If there's, it's, it's clear as day with certain people. It's like, all right, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. You know, but for people that you love, someone that you love could be a partner or a family member, whatever. Loving them for exactly who they are is the most important thing without wanting to tamper with who they are. I like of that. Of course you can want better for them, but like without, oh, I'm gonna change this, change this about them, blah, 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 blah. Like, nah, like yeah. love is true acknowledgement and wanting to see them like be better for them. I love that because by you trying to change something in somebody, you're not doing either of you any good. You're gonna mm-hmm. disappoint yourself because yes. it's likely that that person is not gonna change. Yep. No matter how hard you try. Yep. And secondly, for them, like they don't probably don't want to change that part of you or it's just it's just who they are. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. not doing them any good by like, you know. It ain't, bro. And they can feel it too. It's an energy thing. Like you can feel it when someone is when someone wants you to change like when someone wants to change who you are, even if you don't say it, like you can feel it in the energy and it's very true. it can fill up the room. And then that's when you start feeling like tense in the room, different things like that. But like when it's more free flowing and it's just like, yo, you do you baby. Like, you know what I mean? And you know, with you being free and letting that person be free, maybe they might change that thing that you wanted yeah. to see changed, but them changing it authentically. They have to want to do it, right? They have to want to do it, okay. you know? And Sometimes those things that you want changed could be petty things, you know, and those petty things, you just got to throw them things away because that's not what's most important. Like with love, it's about being with someone that is willing to go through the roller coaster of life with, and there's ups and there's downs, (laughs) there's downs. But when you find someone that is willing to go through those ups and downs with you, that's special. Yeah. If you can, do what you got to do to keep that thing preserved, even if that means working on yourself. Mm. You know, working on ourselves is the best investment we can do for our love. Right. Because a niche, first and foremost, it betters ourselves. 
So our self-love and our self-worth and our value. So then that reflects within the relationship, you know, so love is a layered thing, brother, but yeah. at the root of it, it's total acceptance and total freedom and liberation. Man, you're spitting right now. These are all facts. Yeah. And I think, I think too, yeah, to what you're saying, like love is almost like what you can accept in another person mm -hmm. because they have their qualities that you love, but mm -hmm. there might be some things, you know, it's going to be some def There's definitely going to be some things. It's the reality. Yeah. It's the reality. Like it's going to be something that you like, ah, you know, but loving them, it's like, man, that don't even matter. Yeah. I, I, I love to think of it of, um, when you fall in love with someone, fall in love with the essence of the person. Mm. Everything else is just extra. Okay. Again, especially if it's things that can be worked on. Like, I see a lot of people like, oh, they don't know how to dress. What? Yeah, the surface. Level. I get it. And I've been there before. You know what I mean? So I can't hate on it, on the mindset of that, because I've thought that before. But, like, when you really start to really understand love, that type of stuff is, like, it's superficial. 100%. It's nothing that should change how you love someone you know and especially it's just like we're all just souls man we're all souls in like human bodies so it's like if you fall in love with the soul of the person and the essence of the person everything else is just like it is what it is yeah. not saying not saying that you can't work on things together you know what i mean i'm i'm a huge advocate for working on things especially if it's like fitness or health or mental health and different things like that of course those things is like you should of course encourage your partner encourage yourself first and foremost to get to where you need to get to because sometimes we gotta lead by example sometimes yeah. if you looking for a certain thing within your partner you do it for them like mm -hmm. if you want them to serve you you serve them you just do it. For, you do it out of the love in your heart. Not because you're expecting something back. From exactly. Them. Okay. Exactly. Not because you're expecting nothing. Not even looking for a, a thank you. It's like, do it because you love them and watch what happens. Man. It's going to reciprocate. It's a mirror. All of our relationships are mirrors. And I'm just now really learning this. Really? It could be good things and it could be bad things. <laughs> It could be things that you got going on with yourself, insecurities, and that could mirror within that person. Now that person is triggering your insecurities. Yeah, it's hard to realize. It's a hard realization to just fathom the fact that maybe you're the problem. Yes. Like, yes. it's hard to accept. Like, yeah, bro. The ego. It is. Yeah. I've, the trust ego, me, bro. Bro. Yeah. It's real, dog. And being mm -hmm. able, when, you, when we get to that moment, you know, when we get to that moment of taming the ego, a lot of people say kill the ego. Some people say tame the ego. I'm still trying to figure out where it is I stand with that. But when uh, you get to that point of saying, I don't want to live from the fluff of my ego. Ooh, okay. I don't want to live from the fluff of it. The fluff of it is pride. The fluff of it is just things that just don't matter. You know what I mean? But when you really want to actually experience love, you say, you know what? If this right here, if what this person is telling me right here, if it's triggering me, let me dive more into the triggers. Okay. Let me dive deeper into it. Let me feel it more. Like if you're saying something to me that's triggering and making me feel some type of way, okay, that's an indication that there's something internally within me Man. that is going on. So keep talking to me. That's very conscious of you to, to say because it's, it's, it's hard to realize that because I feel like human instinct is to kind of shy away from the uncomfortableness, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. you don't grow that way. No. You, 
you'll that issue that you're you're pulling yourself away from mm -hmm. will always be there if you don't address always. it right yes. you're always going to continue to encounter that so you can run all you want from it <laughs> but it's going to keep on coming back to you yep. and it's going to be an issue until you yep. resolve it and i hear you man this is something i'm i've been realizing too like yeah. over the past couple of years and you start to see it too like I remember some of the issues that like I've come to realizations were like kind of my fault. I used to think back when I was just like in my young twenties or whatever the case may be in the relationships mm. I had. And I was like, man, like I, if only I knew back then mm. what I know now, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. I start to, you start to take accountability, you yeah, know what I mean? Yes. Which is oh huge. My gosh. Like it's huge, bro. Accountability is huge. And that's something that I've been taking a lot of really looking back and saying, okay, bro, like, you need to take accountability for the things that you did not catch up on, that you didn't, like, see or didn't know within that time. Like, you need to really, like, or not even just not know and not see, because if you don't know it and you don't see it, you just don't know it and see it. But for the things right. that you fall short of when you had the power to not fall short, all right, bro, take accountability <laughs> for that thing because you could have definitely did what you needed to do. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's giving yourself grace because now we know, you know. There we go. Now we know. And we're not here shitting on the old, like our younger self or shitting on the, the person we were before. They are, you know, we were who we were in that time and it is what it is. But us being here now, it's like, you know, I, I learn, I know, I understand, and we're going to move forward. That's a really good point. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I so. like that because in some senses, I think taking accountability almost allows you to take charge of your life because if you're always blaming somebody else for something happening to you, you're giving them the power. Yes. Only they could fix it. Yes. But if you take accountability for yourself where it's kind of like anything that happens to me in life, I'm going to take accountability for that. If somebody did me wrong, yeah. like I almost let them do me wrong. You yes. know what I mean? So, 100%. So it's kind of like yeah. opening or taking accountability allows you to create a space for yourself to take control mm -hmm. of your life. But I love what you said about being merciful with yourself and yeah. allowing yourself grace because you can almost turn yourself into somebody you don't like if, yeah. you, if you're kind of like speaking bad about yourself in your mind you know right nah for real because if you don't get a hold of that like if you don't get a hold of giving yourself mercy like you you gonna continue to beat yourself up even into your future and and, and it could mess up some things for yourself yeah you know and can. so if we can say you know what like it i did what i did or i didn't do what i needed to do but you know what i love him for who he was in that moment and that's mm. love i love you marco for who you were and i love you now you know yeah. and i think that is, that's that inner work that a lot of us can benefit from and that allows that it frees us up more to be able to move forward in love and in peace and being able to i think accountability also opens up that portal for more fuller experiences in life okay like more whole experiences in life in a sense of um you're more aware okay because when you're accountable you're more aware of like what's going on in your that's life that's true so then you can make the decisions that you you really want to make um i mean it's a wide spectrum of how you can apply that in life but i just think that accountability is a portal for 
experiencing the things that you really want to experience in life. So that's a great way to put it. Yeah, I like that. Something you kind of have been touching on a lot is energy. Yeah, I've kind of been hearing that uh, consistently throughout this conversation. Mm -hmm. So, and I know it's something that's it's in your bio. It's all energy. energy. It's all energy. So, how important is energy in like? How has energy played a role in your life? How is it something that you kind of view from that perspective? Man, energy is everything, bro. Energy is, and that's why I got everything. It's all energy. Energy is as simple as the energy that you have in your physical body to go run, like to go do the things that you need to do. It's from that to the emotions that you feel, the emotions that you're projecting out the what they say frequencies and vibrations and different things like that like it's everywhere literally you know how you can walk into a room and you're like oh shoot it just feels you can feel it you can feel it you can feel it so when i say it's all energy it covers all the aspects of it of just how everything kind of flows it's the invisible it's the things we can't see you know what i mean and Mm. i think when you're in an industry i think it's a lot of energy work being okay. able to discern different things, even discern business deals of knowing like, okay, what's the energy over there? Like, what is the intention? Like, what, you know, what is it that I'm really feeling versus what I'm seeing and hearing them say? Because they can say something to you, but what is their energy telling you? Ah, uh, yeah. Like, I give an example. My mom, me and my mom is so close and she knows when something's going on with me. Like, she'll FaceTime me. And she'll look at me and say, what's going on? And I can do the same thing for her. She can FaceTime me and she could be smiling. I'm like, what's up, ma? What's going on? Because it's all energy. It's it's an unspoken, like, language, I could say. Like, it's just, you just feel it, you know? And that's the same thing with music. Like, it's all energy in the music. And you're either going to use your, your energy and your gift for building people up or you're going to use it for whatever you're going to use it for. Um, I'm, I'm in a place of like not saying things are good and bad. Like, I don't like, like I'm for I am right now. I don't like terming things as good and bad for real, for real. Of course there's good and bad. The clear things like don't kill nobody, you know, that's bad of course. But in the sense of like how people express themselves, like I'm not someone to say, Oh, that's good. Or that's bad. Like, don't you, you know what I mean? But I think it's important to be intentional about how we're actually projecting our energy because that music is going into somebody's subconscious and that subconscious is it's driving how that person interacts in the world. Like for an example, for me, I was, there was a time where I was in the gym and I was listening to some crazy music, crazy music, not like bad music, but it was just hype music, whatever. Um, And I started getting intrusive thoughts. Like things like violent things happening to me. And I'm like, why am I getting these intrusive thoughts? But I realized like, oh, it's the energy and the music. Like, That's true. That I was working out to. And when you're working out and you're listening to stuff, it's easier for things to get in your subconscious because you're kind of on autopilot. At least I am. No, I'm just kind of just working out, you know. But so it really made me like, okay, bro, like let's change what we're listening to when we're working out. <laughs> like let's put the energy that we want in, you know. Um, but it made me more conscious I see what you're saying of what I'm putting into the music or how or what it is that I'm saying and how I'm saying it. You know what I mean? I think the thing with heartbreak songs is 
heartbreak songs are good, but I think one of the things my mom used to tell me was always put a solution in there somewhere. Oh. Like, put some type of solution. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, clear as day solution, but put some type of hope in there. Put something, even if you're heartbroken, like, put some type of hope in there so it at least leaves it off in a, in a way of, like, okay, something good could come from this instead of just like, oh, just down in the dumps and it is what it is. Because yeah. that's going to get in your subconscious, your subconscious and that's going to be the reality that you continue to live in. That's so, true. When I say it's all energy, I mean it's all more energy, you know, so. That's a great way to put it. Yeah, I love bro. that. And I, I agree 100% with yeah. you on all that because it's something like we've been saying, like mm -hmm. you can't really explain yeah, something so that hard, you bro. feel. It's, something it's so hard to explain. Even explaining that was so hard to. But it made sense. You, I'm you put glad. it a great way. I'm glad. I'm yeah, glad. I never thought about that yeah. way. Like what you consume, whether it's music, whether it's what you watch, yeah. whether mm -hmm. it's what you I don't know. Like you put yourself yeah. in a situation where you're going to get bad energy from there. Mm -hmm. Like it's only natural that that's going to now be like part it's, of yep. you. Right. It's, it's come like from you too, in some type of way, shape or form. Like it may not be in the most, um, it may not be in the most extreme way, but it could be how you react to your friend or how you react to your sister or your brother. Like you just, man, get, you're like, dang, where is that aggression coming from? Like I'm Bro, not an exactly. aggressive person. Like, where is this coming from? So, you know, but even with love music, you know, you listen mm -hmm. to love music, listen to things with then that, that that higher frequency of love. It's like, like, I feel more, like, open to love. Like, I want to, yeah. you know, experience love. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. So many different ways. Like, all of this stuff is energy work, bro. Like, For all real. of it. And, you know, however you use it is how you use it, you know, but it doesn't change the fact that it affects people how it affects people yeah because you because know? with that said you don't have unlimited energy like mm -hmm. like you said if you're putting yourself in a place to output the type of energy towards aggression yeah then you're kind of wasting the energy that could be put towards something oh yeah better oh yeah but you're wasting it on something that's like mm -hmm. counterintuitive oh yeah that joint is real <laughs> yeah. it's real it's definitely real like putting channeling your energy in the right way that's something i've definitely been learning like how I spend my time and who I give my energy mm. to, like, is it going to benefit me or them, like, for real, for real? Or yeah. is this just something that I'm just wasting my energy or spending my energy on? Um, because, like I said earlier, I'm a big, I'm a person of big, like, experiences and learning experiences and stuff like that. So I don't want to say wasting, but okay. of course you can waste your energy, but, like, the way I see it is if I give someone my energy and it's a waste of energy, I learned from that, okay, that's not how I want to spend my energy. So it wasn't a waste of energy. It was an experience. it was a lesson. Yes, it was okay. a lesson. I was I like able that. to learn from it. So if it didn't, like if it, if I wake up the next morning, I'm like, damn, like, okay, I learned from it. So it wasn't, a like it wasn't me wasting my energy. And sometimes you might got to learn that lesson a couple of times, but at least... Each time you learn that lesson, you're learning more and more, okay, that's not how I want to spend my energy. So it wasn't really time wasted or energy wasted. It was just energy used to learn what it is that you want and don't want. So That's a that's a real positive outlook on that. Yeah, I like bro. that one. I try to keep it optimistic. Yeah, <laughs> as you do, as you should, bro. I yeah, love that. Yeah, that's what, to be honest with you, that's what my whole, uh, the essence of what this show and this podcast mm -hmm. is, mm -hmm. is around like, 
positivity yeah, yeah. and growth. That's why I got this plus sign right here, I love bro. it, bro. I love that's it, That's why, bro. like, it's all about growth and positivity. Yeah, bro. Incorporate that with my logo, and that's a huge part for yeah. me, too. I love so. it, bro. I love it, bro. It's... All I just gotta say is, bro, keep it up, bro. Thank you, man. I appreciate it's, that. It's beautiful, bro. And I'm not even wishing. Like, I'm excited to see your platform grow. Let's go. And have all the guests, every single guest that you want up here, bro. They're gonna come through. Hell yeah. Even when you get the big, big studio. Yes, you sir. You're gonna get it. Oh, yeah. I'm, I know it. You, yeah, I bro. I know it to be true. Come on, <laughs> bro. You know it. Man, bro. you taught me a few things in this conversation, hey, honestly. Bro. Your open nice, mindedness and Thank your, you, your consciousness and just Thank the way you, you speak about things, honestly, is very infectious. Hey, bro. So Thank I hope you, you know bro. that for real. I receive that, bro. <laughs> I really do. That's one thing I'm learning too to receive because you know how someone can say, They'd be like, um, bro, you the man, bro. And he'd be like, oh, no, nah, bro, you the man. You just deflected something that they're trying to give you. They're trying to yeah. give you props. And that's something that I have done so much. Like Me when too. people are like, and it's second nature to a lot of us. We're like, oh, no, nah, man, you the man. Like, nah, bro. But it's like we're rejecting something positive that they're trying to give us. So like for me, I'm trying to be more intentional about receiving when someone gives me an affirmation a positive affirmation so i appreciate that bro and i receive i receive that man i love that too i appreciate that bro so what are what are some things that we can expect from marco mckinnis in 2023 what do you got coming up i'm finna come out the woodwork swinging bro hell yeah i'm definitely dropping music for real i'm dropping another project dropping music videos i'm going on tours i'm doing the whole thing bro um I'm definitely going to announce some things pretty soon, but like next year is the year that I'm being intentional about doing the things that I said I'm going to do. Okay. Um, so it's going to be the launch pad. I mean, the already been on the launch pad, but like this is the moment where it's like, all right, bro, let's launch for real, for real. And I'm going to keep it consistent and I'm going to do everything that I need to do to, um, invest in that progress in the journey of my manifestation of my dreams so i'm coming bro i'm coming i'm i'm pulling up on the stage let's i'm pulling go. up in front of the camera yeah. i'm pulling up on the uh on the runway let's go paris fashion week come on i'm ready Book for me. it Book me. <laughs> i think um, that people are ready too i think so too bro i think so too people so patient with me like <laughs> bro take your time but come on but come on but take your time but come on i'm like bro i appreciate it so i'm definitely like all right bro like it's a realization that the gift that i have is not just for me it's not just for me like it's for other people to benefit from it as well and of course i create for myself too but like everything we have is not just for us so now i'm like all right bro like there's people that look to you for a certain something within your music so now you got to put it out yeah so um you know i've just been getting a lot of also like like team stuff together and stuff like that um just so i have something like you know have it the way that i need to have it to be able to be you know what it is that i need to be but um i'm i'm taking it there bro you're taking it there i'm taking it there bro i'm excited to see it man Thank like you, to be honest with you i think that you're in a place mentally and yeah. spiritually aside from the music it's yeah. part of it that's gonna really just run so parallel with Bless. what you're doing in the music space Thank and you, like bro. 
I can just picture what's next to come, especially with all the experiences you had yeah, since you last released music. I think that I'm going to be tuned in. I'm going to be tapped in. And Thank you, I, bro. I'm sure everybody else is that's watching and listening. So Thank you, bro. many blessings to you. Thank you, bro. Many appreciations, you. bro. And, and we're looking forward to uh, to what's next to come for, for Marco you, McKinnis. Bro. Thank you so much for having me, bro, and giving me this platform to speak and just talk and just be like here and be present. You know, mm-hmm. it was a very real conversation. Hundred percent. Um, I just like I'm like I said earlier, I'm excited for you, bro. I received everything that you just told me to, but I'm excited for you, man. Because thank you, I appreciate you're that. Definitely building something solid, bro. Hundred percent. Very, very solid, and I'm excited for who's gonna be sitting in this chair <laughs> next. You know, so yeah, keep it up, bro. Man, well, I received that too, yes, and sir, honestly, bro. it means a lot. You know, yes, I, I told you earlier, one of my favorite artists, one of my favorite vocalists. So, you know, I appreciate when people tell me it, That's but great. it means even more when, when yeah. somebody like you tells me it. And, man, I'm rooting for you. I'm in your Thank corner. Thank you, bro. <laughs> Thank you, bro, for real. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. When it, what is, uh, where can people follow you on socials? So, Instagram, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. I got TikTok, but I, I'm still figuring it out. But um, <laughs> Marco McKinnis, M-A-R-C-O. M-C-K-I-N-N-I-S. Y'all can follow me there, YouTube. Um, yeah, hit me up. DM Hell yeah. <laughs> hit them up. We're, we're excited to, to hear from you in 2023. Thank you, brother. Excited to see everything that's to come. Thank and, you, man, we're going to have to do a round two sometimes. Most I, definitely, yeah. bro. I thought like we could go top. all day. No, we definitely can. <laughs> we definitely can. We're definitely going to do part two for sure. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, my guy. Bless, all right, bro. well, with that, this is Levi from ambiance marco mckinnis yes sir. checking out y'all stay blessed stay healthy yep. and we'll see you next time peace peace